0: Welcome back to the Samantha show. I'm your host, Samantha. You can call me Sam. Just don't call me Sammy. And I am here with Aaliyah Burks and she has a business. It is Marley's Paul Bakery and she has Marley with her right now. Mm -hmm. He's so well behaved.
1: Hi Marley. (laughs) How old is Marley? Marley. Marley is three. Um, she just turned three October 11th. So. Okay. But we haven't celebrated it yet. Um, I changed her birthday to Christmas. So I love that. I love Christmas. So that's when we'll be celebrating it.
0: I just interviewed somebody else, actually, and we were just talking about how much we love Christmas, so I, I think it's great that you love Christmas, too. Well, just to let the people listening know, I actually don't personally know Aaliyah, which is different from most of the people that I interview, but I did get to buy a dog treat from her recently, and I gonna, we're going to talk about her business, but first I need to paint a picture for everyone as to how I crossed paths with Aaliyah and how... Pepper, my dog, ended up with a very delicious donut treat at home. So we were at an event, a tree lighting event near a shopping plaza near me. And there's this booth here with these, when I say gorgeous looking baked goods, I'm talking beautiful mini pumpkin pies, beautiful donuts. And it was later in the evening. I don't usually treat myself to like yummy snacks like that late at night. But I was like, you know what? She was advertising this pumpkin peanut butter donut. And I was like, that sounds so freaking good. I'm going to go over there. And I'm going to buy myself <laughs> a pumpkin peanut butter donut. So I go over there and I, I asked for one and she's packaging it up so nice. I literally almost said, Aaliyah, oh, you can just put it on a napkin. I don't need you to put it in a bag because I'm going to eat it right now.
1: Yeah, I was like eat it right well, now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she, she, so she says. she says, Oh, do you have like a fur baby or like, is your puppy at home or whatever? And I was like, yeah, I, I do have a dog at home. And then, you know, like slow motion, you have this realization moment that I'm like, I start looking at the sign. I'm like, Marley's Paul bakery. I'm like, this is a dog treat this is not a donut for me but I was so embarrassed that I was like just roll with it Sam just roll with it like (laughs) I do this is for my dog I love buying Mm -hmm. my dog gourmet treats yep Uh (laughs) uh-huh so then my daughter and I had a good laugh and that's how I crossed paths with Aaliyah but my dog Pepper loved her treat and I think what she's doing is really cool and they do look amazing. So I have so many questions about, about your business. But Aaliyah, before we get into what it is that you do, I kick every show off with just three random things that the people need to know. And I always ask our guests to give us the three things. So what's the first thing that you think people should know? One
1: thing, like a little fun fact is um, I have went to college to become a vet. And I've always loved animals. And the first week went great. And then we started getting into the classwork, homework, and I'm like, this is really hard. (laughs) And I've never been really good with math, and it's literally just, like, all math. And I'm just like, no one told me this.
0: (laughs) So there's that. I had to comment on that. Because I just recently started studying for the NASM Certified Personal Trainer test, which is, like, Mm -hmm. just to be a certified personal trainer. And, like, similar, I, like, got into it, and we're, like, breaking down the fibers of the muscle, and we're talking about, like, the nucleus and, like, all these things. I was like, I thought we were going to talk about doing squats and, like, bicep curls. (laughs) I didn't realize we were going to be, like, going this deep. So I feel you on that. I feel you. But I this is helpful. This answers some of my questions to know that you have always had a passion and interest in animals. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that you shared that with us. So what's the second thing that people need to know? The
1: second thing is, uh, I thought I was going through your podcast um, showings or listings, and I saw that you did a show on diabetes. And I really liked it because diabetes runs in my family. Me personally, I've loved sweets and I am pre diabetic. It, it was pretty yeah. cool seeing that you addressed that.
0: Absolutely. It, it's huge and it impacts so many people. And <laughs> it, it's a struggle, you know, and it, it, it's hard to, to manage and to navigate and to kind of get through that. So I think it's great anytime, like, we fellow diabetics can connect and get the struggle together. So yeah. um, thank you for sharing that with me as well. Mm-hmm. And what's the third thing that people need to know?
1: The third thing is that Marley is my first girl dog. I've only had boy dogs. Yes, i never wanted a girl dog. So before Marley came, I was trying to adopt from a shelter. But this was during COVID, and so there was a lot of restrictions, and you couldn't really meet the dog. So I'm like, how are you going to know if you're compatible? So my mom's like, there's this girl on Facebook selling puppies. I'm like, all right. So I go there expecting to buy a boy, and it was just two girls, her and her sister, and Marley had obviously this spot on her eye, and then her sister had a spot on her forehead. And I'm like, I think I'm going to do the spot on the eye. And so that's how I got Marley. Um, And it was the best day ever.
0: Really? Marley's a she I feel so bad I called she a he please Marley forgive me oh. for the misuse of pronouns there um mm. so I love that okay so this helps a little bit this is a nice segue so Aliyah, have you always had dogs growing up or like you said you've always been passionate about animals like where, where did mm-hmm. this stem from um your love for the fur babies so I've
1: always had a love for animals, and just recently, not recently, but we've never really had animals growing up, so I was like on the outside looking in, and so I'm like, I've always wanted a dog, and I finally got a boy dog, his name was Jojo, but he ended up running away, we treated him, yeah, I know, it was crazy, we treated him (laughs) great, he was spoiled, had coats and everything, Um, but he just... He just wanted to, the street life was calling him, I guess. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> JoJo, you had it so good. Yes. Yes. Oh, goodness. So then so you got JoJo in your adult life?
1: Um, I had him when I was about twelve. And then okay. I didn't have another dog until Marley, and then she was a girl. Okay.
0: Okay, so tell me a little bit about your background. So I know you said you had started school for the veterinary veterinary program, um, but where did you end up? Like, just can you give me a little bit of like your background to to how you got to your business today, basically?
1: Believe it or not, before I went to Finland to become a vet, I had got a scholarship to play basketball in Cincinnati. Um, it's a small Christian school. It was Cincinnati Christian University. And unfortunately, I was only able to do a year because the next year they closed down. Mm. So, yeah. So, they closed down. And I'm like, okay, let me transfer to another school. I go to Urbana. I get another scholarship to play basketball. They closed down. So, uh, I'm just like, is school <laughs> even for me at this point? Every yeah. time I go to school, it's- Closing down, so I go to Finley. that's the third school, and I got a scholarship to play basketball, and that's when I found out that um, vet school is not for me. And so I came back home. I wanted to do something that allowed me to be around animals all the time. That's how I got to Marley's Paw Bakery. That's really how it started, honestly.
0: When was the first time you like cooked your first treat? So you have your business Marley's Paul Bakery, but was mm-hmm. the first idea, cause I know you like make bandanas and little accessories mm-hmm. as well. So did you start with the accessories? Did you make Marley a delicious treat one day? And you're like, Hey, I think I could do this for other dogs and, and mm-hmm. cats. I know you do it for cats too. So like yeah. which concept started first and how did you decide to build the business from there?
1: The cooking part came first because I was tired of buying treats and looking at the back and not knowing how to pronounce any of the words and yeah. knowing what they were. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, it can't be that hard to make something. It honestly is, but I just got comfort knowing that I knew exactly what was in there. Yeah. Pay attention. Hey.
0: <laughs> Hi Marley.
1: <laughs> and so she's so good. Thank you. And so, excuse the smacking, the crunching. I'm sorry if you can She's hear She's happy. It's good. And so, my business has been open for about a year now. So, it's a lot of trial and error. I know the first night that I started cooking, the kitchen was a mess because I had no idea what I was doing. But it was like I said, trial and error, and then I just continued to build on to that.
0: That's amazing. So, you do you, I was kind of going back through your Instagram page and everything. I know when you were at the event at Austin landing, you had the mini pumpkin pies, you had the delicious looking peanut butter pumpkin donuts. Mm-hmm. Does your menu change seasonally or are you just like trying different things? Like what's the concept behind the, the items that you offer month to month?
1: Honestly, it does change seasonally. So, um, obviously, we had the pumpkin for the fall, and we also had popsicles during the uh, summer when it was hot. So we'd had like homemade popsicles. So you just have a whole bunch of fruit, blend it up, you yeah. freeze it, and then um, you sell it out. And the dogs absolutely loved it. And we had blueberry, banana, strawberry banana, and peanut butter and People just absolutely loved it, so it's definitely seasonal. So I know the closer it gets to Christmas, we're going to be working on sugar cookies. Um, so, yeah. So. Not
0: for me. Not for you. <laughs> yeah. So not for tell you. me, too, when I went to buy the donut, I don't know if it was you. Actually, I feel like maybe it was another woman who was helping you, but somebody was like, yeah, like the frosting's made out of potato and stuff. Like I, I literally in my head, I was like, well, it's 2023. Like we're getting very healthy. Like it's probably like right. a delicious potato icing. <laughs> Still yeah. did not hit me yet. But how? how do you come up with the ingredients to include so you ha- you must have some kind of knowledge or background on what is safe for animals to mm-hmm. eat and consume so mm-hmm. where did you gain that knowledge or, or what is your process to to decide what the ingredients are even if you mm-hmm. you know can't share what they are
1: so before i even started cooking the first thing like the recipes the first thing i did was look up what can dogs not eat and you know it's the obvious—the grapes, chocolate, uh citrus fruits, the pits in them. Once you figure out what they can't eat, you can start to put together like something that would sound good to them.
0: Pepper gobbled up that donut so <laughs> so fast. So, so I happy. know, yes, she loved it. So. I noticed on your page that you sometimes make special desserts for these people who are buying whole cakes for their animals. So you do specialty items as well by order, or how does that work?
1: Uh, We do it by order, and we also can do customized ones. So if you don't see anything on our website that, you know, catches your eye, we can definitely work something out. But we had a cake order for a cat. I I forget. I think her name was Millie. And it was so cute. They had a whole party and everything. And then we had two dog orders, one for a pit bull. His name was Blue. And so it was a blueberry cake. And then another one, his name was Alonzo. And that was a peanut butter banana cake, I believe. And so you really just have to put your spin on it. Obviously, tell us the allergies. Keep keep them safe and then tell us like a few things like what's their favorite food flavors and then you can start to do the designing part as well
0: that's so smart because people who are passionate about their pets are passionate about their pets like they are throwing their cats Birthday parties. And Mm -hmm. so, good for you for coming up with a a brand and a product where you can deliver and you can give these people, you know, what it is that they're looking for. So, I know you mentioned that you have a website. I saw Mm -hmm. you out at, you know, the tree lighting event. Do you have a storefront yet? Is that a goal of yours? How does that Mm -hmm. look?
1: That is a goal of mine. So, like I said, this is our year anniversary of my business coming up so it's barely new sure. um, so I know I probably have a little while before I get to a business location but as of now everything is literally homemade so yeah. everything's coming straight out the house obviously safety and cleanliness is the top priority even dealing with animals but yeah so yeah. getting my own location is definitely one of my goals
0: well, I, I'm rooting for you in that. I think that that would be amazing. I'm sure I have no doubt that you'll be able to get there. So, you're cooking out of your house. Is uh, is the cooking 24 7 or do you get some breaks throughout the day? I,
1: I do get some breaks because they are all natural. I try to do them based off orders or mm, if I know I have sure. an event. Yeah. If I know I have an event coming up, I'll do them like a day or two before it. So, it's um, very fresh. They won't be. Too far before that event or order, so
0: so what else in addition to the treats, what else do you sell? so I think I saw online you have like the bandanas. I saw you even had some scrunchies, so what Ooh. other little accessories do you make and sell and do you and do you make those yourself?
1: I do have bandanas and scrunchies for the dogs and we're still working on bandanas for the owners to match with them. Um, i I personally do not make the bandanas. I have a seamstress. Her name is Abby Schultz. She is amazing and she's so sweet and she does an amazing job. I make sure I pay her well because the quality of work that she does is just really mind blowing, especially when I give her like a big order at the last minute because I got invited to an event. She is very on top of it. So shout out to Abby Schultz. She is my seamstress. She's the one behind the bandanas and scrunchies.
0: Do you have anybody else that helps you with your business, whether it's the cooking or helping out at the events? Do you have a team? Mm
1: -hmm. So my team is my family. So the guy that that you saw at the last event, that's Shake Up. That's my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And he has been so supportive and just, you know, like carrying everything, helping me set everything up. But the um, two main people are my parents. They invest so much into me, my business, and they're so supportive and encouraging. So I wouldn't be able to do it without them. And I'm just blessed to uh, have them as my parents because they will do anything for me, honestly. Mm.
0: That's really beautiful. I'm I'm very close to my parents as well. So I, I feel that deeply when you speak that. And uh, I think that's mm-hmm. really nice. So what do you think has been the most challenging part of running your own business? The most challenging thing that I can say
1: is consistently having purchases. So that's a a hard thing because once you start to consistently have that, it's easier to invest in other parts of your business. And right now, uh, like I said, I'm new, so it's not booming, but there's still purchases. So I would say that's the hardest thing is still being able to invest and save at the same time.
0: Sure, that makes a lot of sense. So, mm-hmm. if people do want to buy these treats from you, do you ship? Yes, I do. Okay, and so you, what is? Can you tell me your website? I don't have my own
1: domain, so it's okay. so it's com. So that's the okay. website that. I was able to order it from. But yeah, that's where you can order it from. Facebook, Instagram, wherever you want to reach out to me, we will get that order sent. We also do home deliveries as well for a, um, delivery fee.
0: Okay. That's really good to know. So yeah, I would say, um, and I can tag when I post this in the Spotify description, you know, that, that website address, but also to mm-hmm. like your social media account so people can reach out to you. Good. Okay. So your future goals are storefront. Any other future goals or any other future products you would like to create down the road? I'm going to team up with Abby and I want to
1: get into more, um, Definitely still stay in the fashion aspect, so clothes, but for bigger dogs. So Marley, she's a large, but because her legs are so short, it's a lot of the outfits are really long, so the pajamas are like dragging on the ground. And then I know people with larger breed dogs, they don't... Okay, I think we could all agree that the smaller dogs get all the cute things.
0: They and they're do. always
1: stocked. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: we, it's so hard to find anything for Pepper because she is a medium mm-hmm. to large sized dog. Mm-hmm. So, create it, girl. Yeah. We need it. The people, yeah. need it. the dogs mm, need you it.
1: You don't, for sure. And you don't see anything for true extra large dogs. They have extra large, but they're not for true extra large dogs. So, right. that's the, yeah, that's the next goal is to, be able to allow all size dogs to be able to be cute and you know, festive. Yeah,
0: I'll never forget we bought a sweater once and it was an extra large. And it mm-hmm. was so tight on her, we couldn't keep her in it. I'm like, oh. Peppy is squeezing you, like, let's take it off. So uh, yeah, there is a there is a market and a demand for larger clothing options for our bigger dogs. So what a great mm-hmm. goal and vision. So I let every single guest who comes onto the show leave us with words of wisdom or advice, or if you just had a platform to share anything with anyone who's listening. If you could leave the people who listen with just one message, what would Aaliyah Burks say?
1: Mm -hmm. I think I would say one is to believe in yourself no matter what anyone is saying. It's always nice to have people in your corner. But if you don't believe it yourself personally, then it's just never going to work out. And so um, believing in yourself, and then I believe, personally, just having a, a good relationship um, with God. Um, he blessed me with all the opportunities, meeting you, and all these different connections, and so being close to him, he has opened so many doors, and I'm just blessed, and the bigger I get, the more people I can reach out to and let them know, like, hey, he's done, he's done this for me, there's no time what he can do for you as well.
0: I think that that's a wonderful message to leave the people with. And I fully believe it as well. So thank you, Aaliyah. I'm so glad our paths crossed, although I'm still yes. looking for that peanut butter pumpkin <laughs> out there for myself. I don't even know if the flavors would be good together, but I was like, I like mm-hmm. peanut butter. I love pumpkin. Like let's make right. it happen. So Aaliyah, thank you so much for joining everybody who's listening. I hope you have a great day because you deserve it.